that I want to thank you, Pastor, and everybody in the prayer room. That just makes it a lot easier to minister under the power of God. Can you say praise the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You may be seated. I want to thank uh, you, Pastor, and his wonderful wife, Ethan, and the family, and uh, to receiving me. Thank you for inviting me, brother. And uh, it's been a privilege, and thank you for your hospitality. And uh, it's just so wonderful to be around uh, the people of God. I always feel like if somebody tells me I believe in one God, and, and I say, okay, we can be friends because I don't know you yet. Thank you, Jesus. And then, but uh, if somebody says that uh, I have the Holy Ghost, okay, we can have more in common. But if somebody says I believe in one God, I'm filled with the Holy Ghost, and I'm uh, baptized in Jesus' name, okay, we're family. I feel, I feel, and I feel in this house that we're all family. Can we believe that? Thank you, Jesus. So when we are family, so uh, I know uh, my intention is not to hurt you, to hurt Pastor uh, Joel, and uh, I'm just here to bless as he has blessed us greatly in Nawakatang, and uh, in behalf of my wife also I wanna. She sends her greetings to this church. When Pastor announced that going back, going to, to Guatemala, I um, I understand that so many of you gave to our family without knowing us. And uh, my wife reminded me to thank you for uh, blessing us. And and it's just uh, it's just so great to hear from uh, America but also to receive little things that sometimes is insignificant, but it's just, just so good to, to get something from home. Thank you. Thank you for all that. Thank you, Jesus. And so um, I'm here uh, with all my heart, and uh, I was talking to God last night, Brother Joel, and I, I've been in this for a long time, and, and I have... Uh, her great preachers and and uh, eloquent t teachers and all of that, and I I kind of felt, yeah, Pastor uh, uh, Hart was saying that no pressure, bro, problem, but I felt little pressure, brother Jerry. <laughs> so I started praying, thank you, Jesus, but then he reminded me it's not all about us, it's about him. Thank you, Jesus. I don't know what he's going to do. All I know is he is here to meet your needs. Can you say praise the Lord? Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you. Yeah, glory, glory, glory. Hallelujah. I'm not nobody. Uh, I'm just a vessel that God may be able to use me anytime he will, he wants. Um, you don't have to know much about me. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm, all, all, you, all you gotta do is look at my socks and you know what I love. <laughs> I love coffee. And so, 
But uh, oh, more than that, I love Jesus. I love his work and I love his people. And I love to see his mighty acts when somebody willing to open up to him. So God is so great and wonderful God. Uh, also, um, I, uh, I understand that this is a multi multicultural uh, church. And uh, so is the world full of different people. And uh, I understand that uh, there is Spanish being spoken here and other languages. And uh, I do speak uh, Spanish, but also I have a native, uh, native, native, native language. Um, I, we speak dialect. Most of my preachings is in dialect and the, the, the original dialect of the people there. And uh, of course, my English, uh, you have to really pay attention to it. And uh, my wife tells me, you, you, you're just, just getting worse every day in your English, man. <laughs> I thought I was getting better. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. So uh, it's so good to be here. And uh, uh, thank you for having me. Uh, and uh, we're here because... Also, um, we love America, but also there's people migrate to here. So that's why we're trying to raise a church. We're trying to help people that love Jesus' name, uh, teaching uh, one God in uh, Bellingham. And I, I, I want to thank you, Pastor, too. He has sacrificed. When we started the work there, he traveled four hours uh, to meet and if, uh, the people there. And it's been a blessing to our lives. So. It's so honored to be here. Uh, I I felt something that that the Lord just reminded me, and uh, I felt like it's uh it's it's for us today, not just for you, but for me. And so I wanna see if we can stand and read Matthew twelve nine. Thank you, Jesus. I want to ask you, Pastor, if he can come in. I don't want to try to read this verses. Pastor Joe, if you can help me read Matthew. Uh, 12, 9. And when he was departed thence, he went into their synagogue. Can you say praise the Lord? Praise the Lord. Pasando ahí, vino a la sinagoga de ellos. If you can see there, it's talking about Jesus coming to church. I would, I would just say like that. It'd be okay to say Jesus was in church. Jesus always looking to be where people is, like today. Like today. So he came present in church. Verse 10, brother. And behold, there was a man which had his hand withered, and they asked him, saying, Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath days that they might accuse him? Thank you, Jesus. So there was somebody there with a need. Always in church, there'd be somebody that needs Jesus. Always. Can you say amen? 
And uh, verse 11, Pastor, uh, verse 13, we'll just go to verse 13. Then said he to the man, stretch forth your hand. And he stretched it forth and it was restored whole like as the other. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, brother. Yes. Thank you. I want to bring to you or leave a thought to you that um, sometimes you got to bring your worst to Jesus. You got to, you got to bring out and, and come to Jesus and give him your worst. Now, don't, don't get upset at me, Pastor. I know he has teach. You got to give your best. You got to give your best offering. You got to give your best worship and your best everything because he is a great God. Can you say? And I believe that. That's, that's true. But, but sometimes you got to bring your worst to Jesus. And I hope I'll get myself out of this. And, and I, uh, can, can you lift your hand if you believe that Jesus is here? And he came. And he come. He is here. Great and wonderful Jesus. Do what you come to do, Jesus. Hallelujah, you may be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I love when Jesus, when you read the gospel, I love when Jesus moves and walks into places because Sometimes when you read and sometimes I jump in, in the edge of my seat because we're expecting something great is to, it's going to happen when, when he comes. Whatever it is, whatever he comes to because he is the great I am. Whatever you need, I'm the person to heal you, to touch you, to bless you. And so every time that is a move of God, we need to... To really believe that, that whatever I need, it's in him. It's going to be all right. It's going to be okay. I'm going to, I'm going to leave home better than I came because Jesus is moving. Can you say praise the Lord? And that's a great comfort for us as preachers and, and as we minister, sometimes we don't have nothing. Sometimes we feel like, is it that? Is it this? But when Jesus reminds us it's all about him, and if we can just get people connected with Jesus or everything, he'd be okay. Can you separate? God is so great, God, and all-knowing, and he even tells us that before we even open our mouth to ask anything, he already knows our need. Can you say praise the Lord? All we have to do is have a little faith in him. So when, when he moves in this instance, in this situation, he comes in and in the synagogue where people gather together to seek God. And 
But there is always a school of thought or people trying to, to come against his teaching. And then he comes in and they ask him all kinds of questions. But what I want to focus in is that there is a man in that place that has a need. <laughs> there is somebody there that it's faithful. Aren't you glad you're in church today? Because could be today might be your day. Today might be the day that Jesus will look on you and touch you and heal you and, and bless you today. And so when he comes and, and, and then the Bible says that there is a man there with a withered hand. And uh, we nine, when I was growing up, nine of us in the family. And uh, we have a brother, what I will call it, I guess that's a withered hand. He had uh, a weak side of him. We didn't really know until he started uh, uh, walking. He couldn't walk when he was a, a when he was of the age to walk. So, so his little foot is like he just walks like this. And then we come to know that his hand didn't have no grip to it. He just he just has his hand like this. And you know, I don't know, maybe where you grew up, it's not like that. But where we grew up, we so quick to call out the weakness of people. Sometimes people call them names because, you know, hey, one-handed man or hey, withered hand. or And so, so when people start talking about our weakness, then we begin to hide it sometimes. So he begins to, when he grew up, he really want to appear to be normal. And so he hides his hand so people won't see it. I imagine this man is like that. He don't really want to be put in a spot. He don't really want to be seen sometimes. Uh, sometimes when, we've, when we find out that we have a weakness, sometimes we just want to find a hole and crawl into it. And then it's, I don't feel like going to church. I don't feel going to the grocery. I don't feel like this and that because, because there is something that in us that we don't like. And so, but this man, somehow he is faithful to the meeting in church. He is there when Jesus walked in. Can you say praise the Lord? God rewards a faithful man. God rewards your faithfulness no matter how you feel. What I have found in my life, when I feel worse, that's when I need more, God. I always wonder why people sometimes, I have this problem. I have, I'm not going to go to church because I'm facing this. I'm not going to go to church because I'm going through this. I'm going, but that's when I need to run more towards God. That's when I need more of God. That's what, oh, thank you, Chief. Can you say praise the Lord? So this man, he comes to church and, and he didn't know if there was a debate going to go on in the church. Jesus, I really believe he just came for this man, but he's, he, met, he was met with an opposition. And the Pharisees was trying to trip him and all that. But Jesus, as God, he came for one purpose and is... To touch and to heal and to bless. And then 
when the time came and they, soon as he came in, they attacked him. And this man, he was there. He was happy to, to be in church. But he, uh, uh, somehow I feel like he was hiding and, 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 and sneaking in the church maybe. And then, but then he see Jesus. And then uh, they started speaking and, and they started like, uh, uh, talking to Jesus, is it lawful to heal, whatever. But I'm so thankful to Noah God that he is not limited about anything. He can do anything, anytime. <laughs> Everything belongs to him, time. Every situation, it's him. Sometimes we feel like we're only going to get healed, maybe through the preaching. Maybe through the altar. Or maybe in a home or maybe in a special meeting. But Jesus, wherever he is, when somebody oh, when somebody has a need, he can move on you. He can heal you. Man, this great God that we serve. I have felt him in the road. I have felt him in the car. I felt him in the grocery. I was one time, bro, Joe, just, just thinking about Jesus at work, running a machine when I was still working in Lebanon. And I feel such a presence of God wherever you're at, because he is always, when you open your mouth and you believe that he's there, he always in that place, wherever you need him. So, so he comes in where this man is, and, and then... He began to talk to them, and then, and then uh, all of a sudden he yells at that man, and and that reminds me, my brother. We used to tell him, "Hey, it just you stay home, but it's the mentality. Don't work." But he always tried to do. But when we meet somebody, he always don't want to shake somebody's hand with that withered hand. He always want to show the best of him and he always want to do the best he can because the weakness nobody nobody wants to show off your weakness i don't want to i don't want my pastor to know my weakness uh, sometimes i don't even want my wife to know my weakness and i don't want my kids to know my weakness and neither the leaders of the church so we always hide our weakness and i feel like this man was just, just hiding, and then, but they put him in the spot. Hey, you, you, we know that you, you have a weakness uh, in your body, and then, and then he gets called out, and then they ask Jesus that it's so lawful to heal this man. And then I feel like he had the option when, when, when probably I don't know. Everybody probably knows in town, and I, I, I will. I imagine that he was hiding somewhat his weakness, you know, and then and then Jesus calls him out. Let's put him in the spot. It's not easy, brother. That's why the pastor says anybody has need. And sometimes we feel like I do, but what everybody's gonna think of me. Uh-huh. That's why we don't come to the altar. Sometimes I have a need, but what? Especially if you're a Sunday school teacher, if you have, if you're a singer, no. What people's gonna say? What people's gonna think? What are they gonna 
what they're going to think of me. Because it's like going to the altar. It's like you have a weakness. Sometimes that's what we think. And so, so I think he hesitated. But nevertheless, he got called on. He was obedient to his leaders. And, and then he was put in the spot. And they asked him, is it lawful? <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. I see Jesus. No matter what the situation, the time is, he come and to heal. As I walk into this church, I don't know what your need is. I don't know what you're struggling with. I don't know what your weakness is. But Jesus is here to meet it. Can you say praise the Lord? But you got to put it in his hand. You got to be able to say it, Jesus. You have the walk. Maybe you look right or eyes. Maybe your pastor think I love you and that's all well. But if there is a weakness in your body, I don't know what it is. Sometimes the, the only person that you know is you, whatever it is. I have found in my life that every weakness that I can see in my body, whatever I struggle with, if I can just, just find a way to put it in Jesus' hand, He always will turn it to better. He always works in that area as you give it to Him. You give it to Him. And then, to this man's surprise, Jesus says, Extend your hand. If I was the withered man, I will think that I want to show the best. I wonder what would happen. I don't know what would happen if he just chose. I don't want to show again my withered hand. Nothing pretty about it. Nothing good about it. That's my worst. He would have just... I don't know what would happen if he would just show his great his good hand because he had a good hand. He had a good side of him. He had something good in his body. He would have just extend his good hand and maybe nothing would have happened. But Jesus, because Jesus only says, extend your hand. He had to choose. Will I show my good side? I will show my withered hand. And then he just decided maybe, maybe, maybe there's something this Jesus. Because he didn't know that was the great God that's in front of him. But you and I know that he is here in this place. And sometimes, yes, it's so good to give your best every time you come in. But when he shows up, when he comes to the house, and then I feel that he is here today. And then he just, he, he didn't just come to meet us, just, I know he's here because he loves us, but also if we can just put our words in his hand, he'll turn it into the great things you've ever seen in your life. And then this man decided to extend the withered head. And the Bible says, and it was made whole like the other one. It was made a lot better and like it was. But he had to 
choose. He had to extend the worst of him and put it in the eyes of the Lord Jesus Christ. Can you say praise the Lord? Oh, I don't know. I'm not talking about just a need. Whatever situation you have in your life, if you run into financial trouble, maybe that's not seen here. But maybe if your marriage is not the best, why don't you try Jesus? If you have poor health, why don't you put it in Jesus' hand and you'll see what will he do with it. Sometimes you feel a call in your life and you think, but Jesus, I didn't graduate. I, I'm, not, I, I'm not this. I, I can't speak right. Just put that life in his hand and you will see. He will make it hold. If you children not serving God, could be the worst of your household, whatever. Your husband, your wife, maybe it's not even church. Why don't you just put in Jesus' hand? What he expects is to bring you bring you worse at this time in the altar. What he wants is to come. Think about something in your life that's not so good. You don't have to tell the pastor. You don't have to tell me. He already knows, but just think about those things that's not so good in your life. He is here. He is here. Why don't you give the words to Jesus this day? And he will make it hold. That's what he does. That's what he does. This man was made whole because he decided to give, to show the words to Jesus. I seen people turn their life around. I seen people. I seen people in my life. I've been ministering now over 15 years in the church. And I have seen people with the with the worst attitude. I seen people, their family is just falling apart. I seen people they didn't have a hope, financial hope. I seen people, young people sometimes, they just in drug and everything, but when they give that worst part of their life to Jesus now their own businesses now they don't run around and then passing out alcohols or drugs or sharing smoke cigarettes now they running around sharing the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ all because why is one point in their life they want they want to give the words to Jesus when I give my life to Jesus, it was all a mess. But I thank my God that he touched me in the altar like today. So I don't know what you're going through. 
Not necessarily a sickness, not necessarily, but, but something. God has a plan for your life. God, if you tire, you sick and tired, your life that's not good, give it to Jesus. If there is something in your life that you can't get a hold of it, it's just it's a mess all the time. Why don't you show it to Jesus? Can you bring your words to him today? And this altar is openness if the pastor sees it fit. But I feel that he wants to do something great in your life today. All you got to do is... Something... <laughs> Bring your worst. He didn't come 